Welcome to the Not Just a Pony Ride podcast, presented to you by Hetra University. If you've landed here, you're probably passionate about how horses help people. Whether you're an instructor, therapist, in the business, or have experienced equine-assisted services yourself, we're glad you're here. Join us as we talk about the benefits, the science, to-dos, how-tos, and all of the reasons why what we do is so much more than just a pony ride. And now, from the Hetra campus in Gretna, Nebraska, here's your host, occupational therapist Katie King. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I have Cass Thielen, and she is a chiropractor, both of the human species and the horse species. Really, she says anything with a spine, she can adjust. And this episode is chock full of all the stuff you want to know. So if you've ever considered chiropractic care for your horses, but aren't totally sure what all it entails, what are the benefits, how long does it take, how many sessions should my horse have? Cass is going to explain all of that to you today, and she is so knowledgeable. I learned a lot just about the human body and the horse vertebra and how that all works, and she dropped some serious knowledge on us today. So Stick around, listen to this episode, and learn about the benefits that it can have for your horses, specifically therapy horses, because they do a lot with their bodies, and we ask them to do a lot with their bodies so that our participants can receive the best benefit that they can from the services we do. And it should be all that we can do to help take care of their bodies and keep them in balance too. So here's Cass. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Cass. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's get started. I'm really excited about today's episode because let me tell you something. I know next to nothing about horse chiropractic care besides I've watched you do it. Um, So I'm excited to learn more about it. But first, why don't you tell everyone who you are and what your background is and how you ended up here? Yeah, so I'm Dr. Castilla and I own Stride to Life Chiropractic, which is an animal chiropractic clinic here in Omaha, Nebraska. I actually found chiropractic through my horse. So he actually got adjusted before I ever did. I've been riding and showing since I was two. And so finally had a chiropractor come out when I was in high school because he never moved as well to the left as to the right. So they recommended having a chiropractor look at him. And after he got adjusted, he started collecting even better to the left. He moved better. We started placing and uh, showing better. And then I found out horses and riders typically mirror the same issues. So I started seeing a chiropractor myself and found out that I have an extra joint in my low back on the left side, which then affects how my horse moved and was why he never moved as well to the left because my biomechanics were affecting his. And so I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided to, yeah. So I decided to work with um, horses and people and then end up getting certified to work with all animals and all species. Very cool. So what is your background or what's your educational background then? So I got my bachelor's in animal science from Iowa State University, and then I went up to Northwestern Health Sciences in Minnesota to get my doctorate of chiropractic, and then after that, got my animal certification through Options for Animals down in Kansas. So in Nebraska, I'm a licensed chiropractor and animal therapist. Very cool. So you had some animal science, you know, your animal science background, and then you went to chiropractic school, like for humans, right? And Mm -hmm. then did the specialty after that to do chiropractic care on animals. Yep. Okay. So do you adjust, so today in your practice, do you adjust animals and humans? Yep. I like to say anything with the spine. 
<laughs> Very cool. Okay. Well, tell me about, I mean, what this looks like or why somebody might, might do chiropractic care. Now I know that there are a number of reasons, obviously that someone might, and they're also all kinds of different reasons you might adjust throughout the lifespan, but, you know, let's talk about horses in general today, but, um, specifically maybe an older horse or like a performance type horse, because to me, our therapy horses are performance horses They're They have a job and they're expected to do that very well. And, um, it can be very high demanding and have a high stress load. So let's talk a little bit about why someone might have a horse like that adjusted and what the benefits are. Yeah. So before I get into like specifics, I always like to briefly talk about what chiropractic is because I'm sure not everyone is familiar with it. Great. So chiropractic is assessing and restoring proper motion to an area through specific adjustments. So when you lack proper motion in an area of anywhere in the body, the spine, the legs, anything, it can affect the entire body because up to 90% of the body's input to the brain is from motion. So when you lack that proper motion, it actually affects the nerve communication as well. And so the body just has to guess at what's going on. And a lot of times that's going to cause some muscle spasm and pain as well. So by restoring that proper motion through chiropractic adjustment, we can decrease that muscle spasm, decrease that pain and restore that nerve communication so that the body's able to function like it should and heal itself. So does that make sense? Yeah, that is wicked cool. So wait, say that again, something about a percentage of movement goes to the brain. What did you say? That was interesting. Yeah. So up to 90% of the body's input to the brain is from motion. Interesting. And so when you lack motion in an area, the brain doesn't really know what's going on in that area and just has to guess. Mm-hmm. And so then you get pain and, and weird movement and adaptation and, and all of that to fix that, even if it doesn't know what the heck's going on. So then you come in and fix those little things and make the brain happy again. Tell me about how that works. Yeah. So it's the same as by assessing the body, you're going to assess each joint and its proper motions, putting it through its normal range of motion. And when you find an area that's restricted, the chiropractor is going to provide that adjustment by inducing that proper motion. It's going to help restore that normal motion to the area both specifically in that segment, as well as globally, which is then going to help the body heal itself and restore the normal biomechanics. Cool. Okay. So tell me about a little bit about the diff. Well, there's a lot, there there are differences, but there are also a lot of similarities between like the human spine and the horse spine. So how does the horse's spine and the horse's musculature and nervous system um, look different and how do you help the horse? Yeah. So Interesting fact is actually that almost all mammals have the same number of vertebrae in their neck. And so horses and people both have seven vertebrae in their neck. The number of the other vertebrae differs. And the biggest difference is the angle of the vertebrae, how they interlock. Because like with people, we stand on two legs, then we have our arms, whereas horses are quadrupeds. So they stand on all four legs and they bear a lot of weight along that spine. And so the stresses that are going to be put on it are different. And so going through the assessment and adjustment is making sure that you're following the proper biomechanics of that horse's spine and as well as their other joints to make sure that everything is moving like it should and that we're following that horse's biomechanics rather than like it would with a person. I was going to say because of the fact that horses are weight bearing, it's going to put different stresses on their spine. So they're going to have different issues. 
but a lot of it is going to manifest the same way with that pain. Yeah. So did you find it difficult to, you went to kind of human chiropractor chiropractic Mm -hmm. school and then transferred those skills to the animal? Was it hard um, to transfer those, that skills and that knowledge, or was it pretty easy considering that, you know, we all have vertebra and they all kind of do the same thing? Um, some ways are hard. It's a lot of like learning and understanding the comparative anatomy. Um, but once you've done like the chiropractic on one species, translating it to another one does become easier because the actual motion of the thrust and the adjustment is very similar. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. So you come in, what is somebody, someone might call you and say, I think I need chiropractic care because why might someone call you that they think they need chiropractic care for their horse? Yeah. So a lot of the common signs and symptoms I tell people to look out for is behavior changes. So animals obviously can't tell us they're in pain. They can't tell us what hurts or where. And so reading those behavior changes are big. So if you have a horse that's cinchy um, or uh, doesn't like being brushed or is sensitive to any sort of touch, pressure, riding, that's a big indication that there's something going on. So horses that pin their ears or get fussy when you try and do anything with them, that's an indication that there's some sort of pain that chiropractic could help with. Or if you have a horse that's normally really friendly, greets you at the stall, but now is just kind of sort of standoffish, doesn't really want to be around people as much, that's an indication that something's going on and there's probably pain somewhere. And then there's the big obvious signs such as like lameness or their gait being off, not collecting well, not bending one way versus the other. So those are some big signs, but the little behavior changes are the big ones to look out for because those are usually the first signs you're going to see before that lameness pops up. Okay. So they come to you, you, they say all that, then what's the next step? You say, okay, I'll come out and do an assessment. Is there some type of evaluation that you do with your horses before you begin any chiropractic care? Yeah. So the first thing is a comprehensive history, basically going through what's going on with the horse, how long it's been going on, any other symptoms they may be having. And then I always do a gait exam, usually both at the walk and the trot and try and do it in a straight line and in a circle. Um, if there's some issues at the lope, we'll do an evaluation at the lope as well. And then an evaluation for um, inflammation anywhere in the body, just kind of assessing those attitude and behavior changes and then going through the static emotion palpation that's going to lead to the adjustment. Okay. So now we're getting into the adjustment, which I think is incredibly interesting. So tell me about your process of adjustment. And I don't know if there's like, there's obviously lots of different manipulations and things that you can do based on what, you know, the, the difficulty is I'm sure, but, um, walk me through a little bit about what that looks like. You, you bring all these blocks and cool things to help you get above the horse. I mean, who knows how tall or wide or, or whatever those horses might be. So how do you um, go about adjusting them? Yeah. So a lot of it is People ask a lot, like, how do you adjust a horse? They're so big. But if you think about it, the biggest joint in a horse's spine is the size of your thumbnail. And I'm only affecting one joint at a time. So I'm going through and assessing like each specific joint on each side, putting it through all of its ranges of motion to figure out, okay, maybe this vertebrae is restricted to the right, but it's fine to the left. So we wanna make sure we deliver that adjustment from the right to the left to restore that proper motion. And the adjustment for chiropractic is what's called high velocity, low amplitude. So it's a very fast adjustment with a very short depth. 
and it doesn't take a lot of force because you think back to physics, force equals mass times acceleration. So if you have a high speed, you don't need a lot of force behind the adjustment to have the same amount of impact with the adjustment. So even on a horse, you don't have to really get into it. You just, just quick little movements and those do, do just a good of a job. Yep. Very interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, what other things might you do besides, you know, adjustment, those, those quick little adjustments, what other things might you do during your treatment, I guess? Yeah. So there's a few different therapies. Um, there's some exercises and stretches you can do with the horses. And a lot of times I'll have those, um, prescribe those for the owners or whoever's taking care of the horse to do at home, just to maintain the effects of the adjustment, maintain that proper motion. Um, and I also use a therapy called instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization. It's a fancy word for using like a beveled instrument to do what we call a scraping of the tissue. So it's going to increase blood flow to an area, which is going to help start that inflammatory process and break down any scar tissue. And so horses with like maybe some muscle imbalances, maybe they have a lot of muscle spasm on one side versus the other, using that technique on the areas of muscle spasm is going to help that area heal a little bit quicker and just kind of help break up some of that scar tissue that's in there. Okay. So I have had, um, I'm an occupational therapist by trade and I have both performed and had like muscle blading done to me or like sharking. And, um, that hurts sometimes because mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to get kind of down in there and really get yeah. through it. Do you ever have, what's your process for horses that maybe don't appreciate <laughs> chiropractic care, um, but you know, need it. What's your process for those guys? It's interesting that you bring that up. Um, cause I've obviously people have that same thing and they'll tell you when it hurts or when they don't like something, but animals can't tell you that. Um, it is cool to see though, cause animals tend to respond really well. And most of them really do enjoy having chiropractic work done on them. Um, it's almost calming. It causes that release of endorphins for them. But for ones that maybe aren't as sure about it, typically start with areas um, like the pole and the sacrum, because those are going to be areas that are going to cause the biggest endorphin release mm. and going to make it a little bit more comfortable of an experience for the horse. And then saving those areas where they might be more sensitive or tender for the end so that they're kind of used to the adjustment and what it's like before going into that. Interesting. And then I always take my time with them. I'm never going to like force a horse to do something that they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. This episode of the Not Just a Pony Ride podcast is sponsored in part by Equiforce. Equiforce is a database that allows you to track every facet of your organization from horse, donor, and volunteer management to scheduling, grant tracking, incident reports, and tracking participant progress too. This is not a one-size-fits-all setup. Instead, Equiforce personally works with you to learn how your facility functions and takes note of your specific terminology so that they can create a unique system to match the needs of your organization. And of course, Equiforce provides an ongoing training and support so that your database can grow with you. Visit them at www.equiforce.com. That's E-Q-U-I-F-O-R-C-E.com. This episode is also sponsored in part by Wooden Horse Corporation and the Equisizer. 
The Equisizer is a handcrafted, non-motorized mechanical horse used by equine assisted service programs worldwide. The Equisizer requires no electricity, tools, or maintenance and can be used indoors or out for evaluations, warm-ups, stretching, mounting, dismounting practice, and volunteer training, beer, and build confidence with students, clients, and volunteers. It can easily carry the weight of two adults, offering the unique option to ride tandemly. To learn more about the Equisizer, visit Equisizer.com. That's E-Q-U-I-C-I-Z-E-R.com. That was my next question is kind of like, how long does it usually take you kind of from start to finish? Because how many, how many vertebrae are in the equine spine? So I have seven in the neck, 18 in the thoracic, and then six in the lumbar. Okay. So, so about how long does an adjustment yeah. take you, give or take? It, it depends on the horse and how cooperative they are, as with any animal. So the initial visit is usually a little bit longer. So that's going to take anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes, depending on the complexity of their case and how cooperative they are. And then follow-up visits usually take anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. Okay. How many sessions do you usually, I mean, obviously it depends too on what's going on, but I mean, do you have a ballpark of what you usually recommend as far as frequency or maintenance for those adjustments? Typically frequency at the beginning of a care plan is going to be more because it's a more acute issue. And so you're going to want to adjust them more frequently at the beginning and then start spacing them out as they improve. Mm -hmm. um, with animals, they do respond typically better than people do. And so treatment plans are generally shorter. I'd say an average treatment plan is anywhere from four to eight visits, depending on the complexity of their case. Mm -hmm. And then if we're not seeing improvement by then, I'm going to refer them back to their primary veterinarian to make sure that there's nothing else going on. Interesting. And then for maintenance, it really depends on the animal and what kind of stresses they're under. I would say therapy horses are performance horses. They are under a lot of stress. They have a lot of different riders on them, a lot of different activities that they're put through. And so I'd recommend a more frequent maintenance for most of them. Um, usually anywhere from one to three months, depending on the horse is good that's for a, a maintenance schedule. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask is if you ever do just you know, kind of monthly visits or that sort of thing, just to kind of maintain and keep things swimming along nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most animals do really well with a three month maintenance. Very cool. I think for our therapy horses too, I mean, you talked a little bit about how even your own body's imbalances contribute to your horse's imbalances. Right. And for us and our, our horses that are partnering with, with us in the program, they carry a lot of different bodies. They carry people with, you know, disabilities, people with all different kinds of abilities, and they may have muscle imbalances, weaknesses on one side or, um, that sort of thing. And so I think that keeping our horses bodies in the best shape and the best balance that they can be in the better one so that they're delivering the best therapeutic experience and you know, movement and modality to our participants as we can, but also to keep them super comfortable and happy in a job where they may have to carry all different types of bodies and do weird things all day long, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, therapy horses are under such a unique stress because of the type of people they carry. And like you mentioned, like those muscle imbalances or that lack of body control, some of them may have is going to affect the horse. They feel every little movement that we do, even just like looking your eyes to the right is going to cause muscle contractions in your body. And the horse is going to feel that. And so because they have all those different riders with not necessarily the body control that they need, 
um, to help the horse, it is going to put that horse under a lot of different stresses that doing regular chiropractic work on them is going to help them maintain their biomechanics and maintain them being able to provide that top-notch therapeutic care that they do. Right. So I know a lot of us that work in therapy centers are nonprofits and we think a lot about what the financial um, burden, I guess, or it might be, whether it's much burden or little. And so what do you think, um, what do you think the price benefit is from having regular chiropractic adjustments? Or do you see that horses who have chiropractic adjustments regularly, is that taking the place of other modalities or, or supplements or vet care or other things that maybe that cost analysis balances out a little bit more? Or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a great question. Chiropractic is never going to take the place of like traditional veterinary care, but it can help reduce any of those more expensive veterinary visits, anything like injections, um, any of those like chronic treatments that you have to do with horses because we are maintaining those proper biomechanics. It's going to help kind of decrease any of those from happening, but it's also going to maintain that quality of life and longevity for that horse. So therapy horses typically start when they're older in the program. And so the regular adjustments can help keep them in the program longer, which is going to save on the initial cost of acquiring and training and learning the new horses and everything. Absolutely. And we're huge, huge believers in that at Hetra. We have a lot of guys that are getting older in their careers. They're in their first, second, third careers with us. And so the longer we can keep them comfortable and happy and, you know, having the price or cost of like that chiropractic care to keep them going. You're absolutely right. Saves us Mm -hmm. in having to retire them and finding different horses to, to train and get through the program and that kind of thing. And, and just keeps them long and their careers long and happy in, in what they're doing, which is obviously the ultimate goal. So what complements good chiropractic care? We talked about getting in, getting an adjustment, adjustment, doing some maintenance, At Hetra, we have a really thorough conditioning program for our horses. A lot of our horses do um, like balance pads and carrot stretches and that sort of thing. So what other things can people do at home to help either complement good chiropractic care or, you know, things maybe to try before they might call a chiropractor? Yeah. So the things you mentioned are fantastic. So doing those carrot stretches, regularly getting those horses turned out if they're in stalls a lot. Um, doing the conditioning programs, that's just going to help keep their bodies up and able in shape like they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing anything too long and low. So horses, a lot of times we keep them kind of collected, um, contracted in when we work with them. And so putting them either on a lunch line or out in a round pen and just letting them stretch their head down, stretch their legs out, just really extending their motion, which we call like long and low, is really good to help maintain those proper biomechanics. And then I kind of briefly mentioned like turning them out. A lot of horses, because of space constraints, are stalled for most of the day. So regular turnout is really big to help everything keep moving like it should, keep that body moving. Um, As much activity as you can get them in during the day is best. Mm -hmm. And then regular, any type of stretches, carrot stretches, leg stretches. If you do like some small massage techniques, anything like that is good. Okay. We may, um, do you want to explain a little bit what carrot stretches are? 
for our audience in case someone's listening, like what the heck does that mean? Um, and maybe why it's beneficial. I'll, maybe we can, um, I'll see if I can find an image or something and share that on our Facebook page so that people can see the stretches that we do with our horses. Yeah. Carrot stretches can, contrary to the name, be done with any type of um, treat. <laughs> so anything that the horse usually likes. The biggest key with carrot stretches is you're going to be bringing the head around to the side. You're just kind of going to encourage them with the treat to bring their nose around towards their side on both directions. And then you want to try and get them to touch their nose to their chest. Um, the keys with it are you want to make sure that head stays low. So if it's high, it's not going to stretch the neck as much. It's going to cause them to bend their entire spine. And so keeping it as low as you can is going to get the maximum stretching effort. So when I do it, I usually try and bring my horse's head around in a wide arc towards the bottom of his belly. And then don't stretch them past their normal. So if the horse just really isn't flexible and can't get their head around, slowly work them up. It's like you stretching. If you can't touch your toes, don't force yourself to touch your toes. You're going to injure yourself. Ouch. It's the same thing with horses. You're going to slowly work your way down to being able to getting them to wrap around and touch their side. And then and same are, thing with the chest. Mm -hmm. What are carrot stretches good for? So obviously we're stretching both sides of their neck and kind of that top line, but what is that going to do for them mm -hmm. as far as benefits goes? So it's gonna maintain the proper mobility of the neck as well as of the back. So it's gonna just kind of allow them to bend both directions evenly. Um, and if they have restrictions one way, it's going to be a little bit harder that way. But the more often you do carrot stretches, the more you can maintain that proper motion and biomechanics. And so it's going to help kind of alleviate any of the stresses that they have on from their daily lives. Very good. Yeah. And as lesson horses in general, I think they, they need that time to stretch and move and, and do things like carrot stretches or do things like get good turnout. Or even in our conditioning program, we we ride them, um, some more experienced riders ride them all the time so that they keep those skills fresh, but also keep those muscles and that mobility fresh. Because as a lesson horse, uh, obviously there's people on them that are learning, right? And they're learning how to do those maneuvers and asking the horse how to do that. So then keeping all that stuff fresh in their mind um, and keeping that mobility good so that when their, their lesson riders ask them to do those things, they're able to. And that just creates more quality in your program and more quality in your horses. And I think that's really what we're after. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, do you have any advice to maybe other centers or other horse professionals that may be listening who have never had chiropractic care, um, but maybe are looking into it? Do you have any advice for them on finding a chiropractor in their area? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing to look for is somebody who is either a chiropractor or a veterinarian. You have to be either one of those professions to be certified in animal chiropractic. And then I would look for somebody who's certified with either the International Veterinary Chiropractic Association or the IVCA or the American Veterinary Chiropractic Association, which is the AVCA. It's just an additional level of certification that those people went through that ensures they're maintaining their continuing education. They're maintaining their proper certification and licensing with the chiropractic so that your horse is getting the proper care that they need. And then I always like to mention too, that the earlier you can catch something and have your horse treated, the better. The longer conditions last, the harder they are to treat and the longer they take. And so the earlier you can catch them, the earlier you can get that treated, the better quality of life that horse is going to have and the easier it's going to be and the um, cheaper it'll be as well. That's right. Yeah. Shorter treatment protocol. Maybe you catch that earlier. 
Very good. Well, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. I learned a whole heap of a lot, so I'm sure our audience will too. And I appreciate your expertise in this field and for adjusting all of our wonderful therapy horses to keep them on their A game. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. Before I let you go, we always end our podcast every uh, time we do an episode with the same question. So Cass, why do you do what you do? I honestly think I have like the most rewarding job in the world because getting to see these animals make such a huge difference and such huge changes in their quality of life is, I mean, it's life-changing for me too. I've had animals come in that they were considering putting down because they just were out of treatment options for them. The animal's quality of life was so low. And then after a few adjustments to see this animal walk or run over to greet me and being able to run around and play, have a completely different quality of life is just so rewarding that I'm never going to stop what I'm doing because it's just so amazing to get to help all these animals live their best lives. That's fantastic. That is so rewarding. That's like, you don't even probably feel like you're going to work when you go to work. It's just that rewarding. Yep. (laughs) That's always the goal. All right. Well, thank you, Cass. I appreciate you sitting down with us and uh, I'll link all your information in the show notes below everybody. So um, scroll down and go check out Cass at strides to life, right? Chiropractic care. All right. And also um, I'm going to share a picture and some little how to's on those carrot stretches that are so awesome for our horses on our Facebook page. So run over and check that out too. Uh, not just a pony ride, ask to join and check us out there too. All right, Cass, well, you have a great day and we'll see you next time. Thanks Katie. Thanks for listening to another episode until the next one launches, stay connected to our community by joining the not just a pony ride Facebook group. There, we share exclusive educational content, answer your questions, and review new and exciting developments for the EAS community. Don't forget, if you have suggestions for future episode topics or a lead on a great guest that you think our audience would enjoy, click on the link in the show notes or visit us at hetrauniversity.org. This podcast is presented by Hetra University, an educational arm of the Heartland Equine Therapeutic Writing Academy. Petra University's mission is to provide high-quality educational offerings to our participants and the EAS community. If you'd like to help us work toward our mission, you can make a donation by visiting us online at hetra.org. Again, I can't thank you all enough for helping Hetra change lives one stride at a time.